Hello and welcome to the first episode of Breaking Brief for season number two. Yay, season two! Titled 737. Yeah. Overall, what do you guys think of this episode? I loved it. Yeah, it was a great episode. I really liked it. And I was, uh, you'll, do you get the uh, title on this one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You also notice a little bit of foreshadowing coming up? Yep. All right. So, Carlos, what do you think? Uh, it was a good episode. Uh, all around good episode. Like it reintroduces us to, like, it was after came, it was the second season opener. So, like, it reintroduces you to the themes pretty quickly. So, sure. Eric? I thought it was horrible. Why? I'm just kidding. It was a good episode. Mute you that, just like teddy bears. Mute that mic. <laughs> take your headset off and get out. Get, get out of here. here. We don't like unpopular opinions here. And obviously, I just introduced everyone. So Casey, Carlos, Eric, and I are I, in studio today. Who is I? Spencer. Dodger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dodger. Yeah. That me. <laughs> and, and Dodger. And didgeridoo. So, well, let's get started, uh First scene is of the uh, stuffed animal. Oh, the, no we, well, you have the host drip, drip, drip. The hose. Sorry, yeah, like it, the the opening shot is of a hose and the eyeball. Uh, I, I was at work when I was oh, watching yep. it today, and I got called away. It's so, like I paused it immediately, and I come back. I'm like, oh look, there's a hose. So I wrote it down, <laughs> uh, and it's it's all in black and white, which is like or grayscale or whatever. Oh. It's <laughs> very muted, which is which is kind of cool. Um, it gives ooh. it a foreboding kind of, and I forgot to do trivia star now. With oh, sorry. So I forget I, what uh, we just said about the beginning of the show. Yeah, yeah. Let's go back. Um, I guess. What significance does this episode have to Vince Gilligan? Okay. So to who? Vince the, Gilligan, the showrunner. Oh, creator, big guy, yeah. show creator. Stuff. The one that has an island named after him? He he made stuff. No, no. Not, not, not Gilligan. Oh, Gilligan. <laughs> yeah. All right. Gilligan. So, <laughs> so we have we have stuff flowing in the pool. Yes. We have stuff floating in the pool. An eyeball. Teddy bear. Um, and like the you hear some sirens, and then the first color image we get of season two is the pink teddy bear that's half blown apart. I, that that must be significant somehow. I'm mm-hmm. sure. In the future, but we find out later. Yes. Um, and then we go right into the. Um, does a little bit of a junkyard recap. Yeah, with, the, the uh, recap scene to kind of Heisenberg. It, it kind of irritated me a little bit because I guess I'm I watch these like essentially back to back, but. Maybe that's just like, but well, I mean, there's how much time in between these? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there there was was a solid year. uh, Yeah, there was. You know, there's usually you know a few months between seasons. Yeah, uh, there was an entire year. And so I mean, I I get it. They did a good job speeding it up too. Like it went by pretty quickly. Yeah. No. Yeah. I was just like I like I said I was watching it at work, and so I'm like, come on, come on, let's get to the good (laughs) stuff. So basically, yeah, it goes back to Tuco freaking out, uh, saying. To uh, whatever his crony's name is, you're saying they're stupid. You're not saying they're stupid. You saying I'm stupid. Let let's just relax. No dose mm-hmm. is the crony's name. No dose. That's no his dose. name. Oh, no right. dose and Gonzo. No dose and Gonzos or Gonzo. Yeah, Gonzo likes chickens. Everybody likes chicken. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so Walt sits there, you know, after 
they load up Noto's into the Escalade, and they kind of breathe a slight sigh of relief, and Walt just instantly starts figuring out, all right, I need to make this much money, this much money, and they'll start to add it up all in his head and comes to 737000 Yep. Dollars. And he and figures out how much... family for life. Yep, and that's where... You got your episode title. 737. Or something else, maybe, later nope. on. You don't know that yet. Now, I, I think it's just that title. Oh, I, I, I'll i agree, disagree. Especially <laughs> with the uh, opening scene. Yeah, I know. So, anyway, basically, he needs to, you know, he figured out that's exactly how much money he needs to make for his family to have enough to get by once he's gone. Yep. And as he's figuring this all out, they... Yeah, they get in their car, Jesse's car, Mm -hmm. and they're about to start cruising down. And then all of a sudden, the black Escalade comes back. Tuco comes out and literally throws his buddy, uh, (laughs) Noodles, throws him out of the car. Help him! You're it's a like, smart guy. It's like, oh, yeah, because fucking throwing him on the ground helps out <laughs> a lot. He's just like, do science on him. <laughs> I love that bit. <laughs> Tuco goes, you need to help him. And Walt goes, he doesn't need me. He needs an ambulance or a hospital. <laughs> You're smart. Help him. Breathe into his mouth. They he don't th- teach that anymore. <laughs> he had this random obsession with work. telling people to breathe into his mouth. <laughs> Walt's like, they don't teach that anymore. <laughs> and Walt just starts doing some half-ass chest compressions. And you can tell that the guy's already dead. Yeah. And that as Walt's doing chest compressions, Tuco goes to Jesse, breathe into him. Put your mouth on his mouth. <laughs> and the guy's just randomly obsessed, and then he dies, and then Cuckoo, t- Tuco just freaking just kicks the shit out of him like, again. Yeah, beats the shit out of the body and, tell, and tells uh, Gonzo to get rid of him. But refuses, and like Gonzo's like, we can't do, Tuco, we can't do him like that. Tuco says nothing. Mm-hmm. Can't leave him for buzzards and rats. It's just not very Christian. I like that line. It's like, Christian, you guys are selling math. You beat the shit out of each other. But they're also but you, you, with he Yeah, let, let's let's just worry about this one aspect being Christian. Just just, just a little bit, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so Gonzo, or no, Tuco challenges him. He's like, that sounds like you're arguing. So Gonzo goes and takes him and throws him under a car and throws some scrap on top of him. And well, like he well first he tries to like open up like the back of a minivan or something. He's gonna throw him in there. Yeah. Then like he finds this giant stack of cars and rolls him under that. <laughs> it's a little little shaky, but like it. Yeah, that's it's fine. Stack of cars. Yeah. Where's it gonna go? Foreshadowing. I'm, I'm surprised Gonzo didn't eat him. <laughs> Gonzo's a big dude. Be like the one thing he hasn't. Uh, and then, and then, like while Gonzo's doing that, you just see like Walt and Jesse like slowly back, just away. backing away. <laughs> and is this point where? What's the hurry? Where are you going? Is this point where Tuco has a, is smoking a cigarette? Yep. Yeah. And this is it's his uh, post drug and murder cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I like this, and he just goes, "What's the hurry?" I forget it was Jesse. I think it was Jesse that said business is done. No, that was Walt. That was Walt. Okay. Well, it's like I, I thought we were done. Here. I think Jesse's a little bit f- completely frightened. Yeah. Anything. And I like that. Just Tuco grabs Jesse and chucks him on the ground for no reason. And he's like, "You're done." And then they just drive off. Um, and then we got Skylar rubbing pregnant stuff on her pregnant belly, and, and then, then putting, putting green alien goop on her avocado. Well, it looks like a guacamole. 
It does look like guacamole, <laughs> but I don't think it is guacamole. Guacamole is delicious. That did not look delicious. Oh, no. Right. I thought it kind of looked a little delicious. <laughs> Just take a chip. Take a chip and try it out. Um, and, and then Walt comes home and he's just in a daze. Oh, new hat. Yep. Where you been? Man. Walt just basically just sits there and Watching cries. The well, he was also he, like he was nope. staring at the TV, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is... Oh, go ahead. Did I, like, yeah, like this right part where like he's just fixated on the TV, like when she like. I mean, he's he, just like it's it's like he's traumatized. Well, you, you hear that. you like all you can hear is ringing and like Skylar faintly in the background. Mm-hmm. It's and like then he, like I think he's like looking through the news trying to see if like anybody's like found the body yet or anything. Yeah, like that. Um, yeah I, I just think he's just well, totally. He goes just, he goes into his shell shock mode like he did after he found out he had cancer. Yeah, same. Yeah, well, Walt's retreation mode yeah. or. Whatever. Um, and then, and then, Coping like, mechanism. then Skylar goes to the kitchen. Then Walt comes up behind her, looks like he's about to cry, and then proceeds to try to rape her. I mean, that's a and scene she, that happened. She's like, just, just wait, Walt. I, we'll, we'll go to my bed. We'll go to the bedroom. I got crap on my face. Junior's gonna be home any moment. And Walt's like, no, panties down now. No, no. freaking smacks and her face against the, the refrigerator. Walt's horny. Walt wants sex. <laughs> yeah, very like caveman. Uh, and then, well, and then like like it, he stops and like heads to the backyard and cries by the pool. Um, and then Skylar comes out and yells at him. But the thing here is, she's still wearing like the green face mask, and so I can't take her seriously at all in this scene. I'm just like Hulk smash. <laughs> Skylar was played in this part by Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> just had to go there. Yeah. He already made and one then, bad mask joke at, at, at the scene. Oh, it was so bad when I made it. Yeah, I, yeah. Then he gets. Uh, Can't believe a pregnant woman is smoking. <laughs> like, that's what he said. Is that what, what you said while you were watching? And, and then, and then I went and explained it. <laughs> I, was just, I was like, "What?" Yeah, because all the humor of the joke was lost on the explanation of it. That's that's fantastic. I know. It, it's pretty good by Carlos' standards. <laughs> by anybody's standards. That is, that's a that, fantastic that was pretty good. joke. You, you get a little bit of an boy. And <laughs> All right. Back on track. Woo. And, so, you know, Walt gets bitched out. Junior comes home, sees the mess in the kitchen, you know, a bunch of crap on the floor, and then sees the greed shit on the floor. He's like, all right, Dad. All right, Dad. We're... Can I get some breakfast? But then we go to... The next oh. scene is Jesse at sitting at house. some shady little restaurant, eating chips and guac. And guac. Yay, more green group. Yep. I, I laughed. I did too. And I, I, I really like the song with the scene. That's actually a song I chose for this okay. week. But we'll get into that later. And yep. it'll just basically buys a... I'm sure it's... A, I, I like like he just lifts up the tray. Some guy walks by, grabs the stack of fat bills that are... They they should have met in a, in a junkyard. <laughs> right. Was I, that Taco Cabeza? That wasn't Taco Cabeza. No, it was Dog, the dog House. house. The oh. Dog House. Oh, dang it. Um, And he was eating hot dog. Or he wasn't. He was eating chips and guac. But yeah. Uh, and then, so like the one guy walks walks by, grabs the stack of cash, and another guy just like walks by and drops off a brown bag that has a gun in it. Like, I, I thought it was a very smooth transaction. Yeah. Not obvious at all. No, no. not at all. I, I don't get why you'd buy a 
you know, illegal gun like that, why wouldn't you just go get your own and file the serial number off? You already got the risk. Because, I mean, when you go and buy a gun, there are especially There's background there, checks. Well, and, and the markings, waiting periods. The, and, you should know this is law enforcement. Officer. Well, I all mean, the, the markings I, are, are made known on the bullet, and you I, can't. Can't and, just go and file a serial. And you know it's uh, Taco Cabeza. But you it, file the serial number off, and you're pretty much yeah, good to go. We're, we're at really the doghouse, not criminals. at Taco Cabeza. Well, no, when it gets the, uh, the we're having two different. Oh, the doghouse. I'm sorry. But you know, it's gonna probably like in this town. It's probably gonna blend with all the other drug trades and gun transactions going on at all the doghouse everywhere. I mean, we got the 48 hour waiting period here, where and you can buy a shotgun or a rifle and get it the same day. I mean, yeah, but, but I, I, anyway, I digress. We're reading yeah. too much into it. So moving uh, on. Uh, Walt and Jesse are in Jesse's house, and Jesse thinks Tuco is going to kill them. And basically, they're just trying to hatch a plan. He goes, he's freaking crazy. Do you think he's going to view us as loose ends? It's like Tuco killed a guy for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> and then he's like, so what we need to do is do another one last sale. Tuco pop, takes pop, pop. Tuco takes one last snort, shoot him in the head while his head is down. What about Gonzo? How many others? How, how, wait, how many how, rounds are fired? How, how many pops is that? Is how that, is that the gun whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's put a pin in that for now. <laughs> then, then I like Walt's like, well, how many rounds does the gun hold? Jesse, he can't even know. open. He's it. like, I he couldn't even freaking open it. And Walt calls him on that. He's like, you're gonna use a gun, and you don't even know how to get it open. Some hitman you are. Right. Um, and then we go to Marie's house. Well, I, I just oh, want to say, yeah, like, uh, they, they did bring up, like, he brought up, well, you've killed a guy before to, to Walter. And, like, he's like, uh, no, well, like, when they're doing the explanation, Walter's response, like, it's not that easy, is it? I think it was Walter that said that. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so. Yeah. So. Anyway, we, we go to, like, Marie's, uh, what, but we see, uh, like, the first shot we see there is it's on her, like, coffee mug, yeah. and it says, uh, we see right through you. Yep. I, th- I, I like that. I took I thought it was that fantastic. Too. I liked it. It's fantastic. Um, and, like, she's making coffee and whatnot, getting ready for a day. All and she has this awesome voice-activated phone. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of cool. I want one. Well, she has all those Splenda packets, though. Oh, I know. So, she puts so all of the Splenda in her coffee. Well, it's, like, is it Splenda or Stevia? Only it was Splenda. I'm, I'm was she like using half uh, of it and then rolling the bags back up or something? Or? No, was she, no, she was using it all. All right. She's four of them. That's yeah, she was She was just very neat with how she threw them away. Uh, um, And then, so, she she has the, the phone and she's calling Skylar and starts rambling about Chinese food and Chinese people. About Chinese people eating American food, yeah, just because she feels like Chinese. I don't know. Uh, but just starts rambling. Yeah, essentially, you get the you get the impression that Skylar's just not taking her calls. And Hank walks in and hears her babbling on, and and they kind of argue a little bit. The continues on outside as Hank cop or not Hank uh, Marie hops in her car. The little kid is little up. kids RC car comes up and. Bumps into him and uh, we we get we get that uh, Marie is going to therapy now. Yep, um, and like she doesn't want to go. Is is kind of the impression we get because Hank is like, you know, you have therapy tonight. We can't go to Chinese food, and she's like, but I want Chinese food. <laughs> 
and then she runs over this little kid's arse. Uh, it makes him make, makes were, him start to cry. What was the whole point of that? I mean, didn't she like do it on purpose because she's a yeah? Cunt? She totally swerved into that car. <laughs> and then Hank, Hank just opens up the wallet Sorry because Hank is awesome. <laughs> I, I was hoping for a good Hankism there, but I know, there wasn't one. Happen. Though we we did get one the very next scene. It wasn't really a Hankism, but it was it was pretty awesome. Like he's walking through the jail, and the guy's yelling through the bars, and he just whacks. What him about on the my head. phone call? Thunk! <laughs> I want my phone call. What about my phone call? Thunk! <laughs> Love that bit. Um, and then like he just barges in, like interrupts Gomi's story. And we get to see the heist from their point of view. Yep, from the some security cameras for uh, showing Walt and Jesse breaking into the chemical warehouse. Yep, and and basically they establish are like, what the hell is that thermite? Like these these guys know some chemistry. They're pretty smart, especially if they're using uh methylamine instead of pseudo. He's like pseudo's in short supply. Methylamine is a little bit easier to get, I guess, in bigger quantities. Uh, yeah, Hank also points out that they didn't roll the barrel. Yep, it's funny. He's like, he's like, they. I like the line. He's like, freaking. They've only got book smarts. They don't have any street smarts. It's like probably just some college college kids trying to make some extra cash or yep. something. Uh, they call it old school biker meth. Is yep. methylamine meth? And did did you pick up the Hankism here? Uh... I wouldn't trust these two to break into the Special Olympics. Oh, yeah. oh yep, 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 yep. <laughs> we'll have to write that one down. I, yeah, definitely. I like that one. That was good. Yep. I remember that one. I just didn't write it down for some reason. Uh, I watched these with Hankisms in mind. <laughs> you are designated uh, Hankism. I'll take it. Recorder. All right. Um, so, yeah, so, they, they think it might be college kids. The last thing I have down for that scene. And then... Um, Basically, you got Walt and Skyler at home. Yeah, uh, right. In the next well, scene, no, uh, Walt Walt comes home. He drives yep, home, and, and he sees the black SUV. Sees the black Escalade that uh, that slowly drives away when he gets out of his car. And it's like really weird too. Like how it's like parked there. He's like looking at it, and all of a sudden, like you see a light of like somebody like pulling a lighter, and all of a sudden it starts reversing. Yep, <laughs> just slowly disappearing. Nothing to see here. Um, and then like. Skylar is woken up by Holly kicking her, like in the stomach, because Holly's a baby in the stomach, in the in the uterus. Um, and the <laughs> That's where babies uh, come from? Yeah, I think so. Or the stork. I'm not really sure. Uh, but Walt isn't in bed, so like that's that's her thing. Um, and it looks like Walt's been just looking out of a window all night long. And then Marie calls the house again. Skylar wanders out and just kind of slams the phone back down on the receiver. Uh, and then Skylar, oh, and like Walt walks by and like he put. What was Skylar's? Skylar just kind of gave him a lot of grief for spending the entire night out in the living room. Yeah. And Walt's like, "But you know, I was I was ill and I didn't want to wake you up." Like, so Walt is being super considerate here, like with his lie. Yeah. <laughs> He's and lying, she's but. she's just like huffy about it. Why did you come to bed? I didn't want to wake you up. It's no excuse. You wanted to say something, Carlos? Uh yeah, like how like when they finished up the conversation, she, he uh, and he's walking toward the kitchen. You find out that he had grabbed a knife from the kitchen yep. and he had been holding it the whole time. You get that really nice shot of like him putting it into yeah. the block. Um, and then Spence, do you want to take this next scene? Sure. And then uh, 
We go back to uh, Walt and uh, Jesse. And I think, yeah, Walt has the beans at this point. Uh, he, yeah, well, yeah. Um, he, he, he determines they're... Either way, they determine well, they're the, the, going to well, poison. The, yeah, well, the big thing is, Walt, uh, at first, is Walt is trying to figure out how Tuco knows where he lives. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's very um, and, nervous about yeah, that. And, and Jesse has figured out Rightfully. how to use his gun. And his very new hard. idea is two guns. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and, and then Walt's like, all right, well, I have another plan. It's like, oh, thank God. Well, yeah, I, I love this line, though. Like, with two guns, don't we, like, double our chances, like, mathematically? <laughs> it's just, it's just, Jesse is a math bitch. <laughs> and, yeah, so basically, you know, Walt decides poisoning Tuco with the rice and... Rice and beans? Yeah, rice castor beans. beans. Rice well, and beans. Castor beans and to use it to make ricin. Rice yeah, and beans. That rice and beans. <laughs> It's just that Jesse line, rice and beans. <laughs> it's fantastic. Also, uh, like when he first pulls out the beans and he's like, are we just going to grow a magic beanstalk? Huh? Climb it and escape? <laughs> I like that. Just, just, there's just a lot of good Jesse moments yep. in that. Let's throw out this episode. Uh, yeah. And just, you know, and Walt goes on to spiel about, you know, ricin and how deadly it is and how minute of an amount is needed. Yeah, with that Cold War assassination story. Yep. And just says basically, tip of the needle, that's all you would need Mm -hmm. with the rice. And and doesn't show up in an autopsy. Very, very rare. His crew wouldn't know. It It would look, you know, it would look like he had flu-like symptoms and it would do the job. Mm -hmm. And then anything else you guys want to cover with this scene? Um, no, I, I think I got my rice and beans out of the way. Rice and beans. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So next scene is uh, Skylar just kind of putzing around in Holly's room, the baby's room. Looking at old pictures. Yep. They With her being very close to a guy. He, yeah. And you get startled by uh, noise and you kind of see a shadow in the window. Mm-hmm. And then Hank stop bo- stops by, and basically, you know, tries to mend the relationship between Skylar and Marie. He has a great line here where uh, I need to get involved like a second hole in my ass. Yeah, I need to get involved like I need a second hole. Yeah, that, that's a good Hankism. I also love his laugh. He's just like, <laughs> he has a great laugh. He has and- an amazing laugh, and he always says it like right after a Hankism. Like <laughs> it's Hankism, Hank laugh. I don't know. Is the Pope shit in his hat? <laughs> <laughs> like I need another second hole, or like I need a second hole in my ass. <laughs> but basically, uh, Skyler goes off on him about the uh, stolen TR, and Hank goes, "Yeah, I, I know about that." But Skyler is not happy that Hank knows. Uh huh. Because she's like, she thought it was uh, Marie's own little secret, but yeah, um, to find out that Hank was tolerating it well not only that his like he sent her to therapy and then uh the quote here is we need to be understanding we got to support the shit out of her mm-hmm. and then <laughs> that line just sets skylar off she goes you know oh yeah because i'm not having an unexpected baby and my husband doesn't have cancer and my teenage son is a teenage son yeah, yeah. bad water heater Blah blah, this blah, and blah, that, blah, and this blah, and blah, 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 blah,
And Hank, bitch, like, bitch, while, bitch, while bitch. she's yelling, Hank looks utterly terrified. Like, he looks like he's about to shit himself in this scene. He's just like, oh my god, shut up. <laughs> he looks like, like he wants to slap the shit out of her. Do you want some pickles and ice cream? He wants to turn around and run. Well, and then, like, as soon as she's done, there's, like, this awkward hug between yeah. them where he's just like, pat, pat, pat. <laughs> and he's like, do you want me to take a look at the water heater? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Let's go look at the water heater. <laughs> but, like, it makes a good point, like, how, like, a Marie kind of does need to be, like, the center of attention. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, look, look, her color is purple. Like, it always stands out in every scene. And, and the, uh, the the whole thing with the on the videotape when yeah. they were uh, filming the party. Yep. Like, just crazy bitch. Yeah. Uh, and then we get an awesome ricin montage. Yep. Montage. I love the montage. Gonna need a montage. Rice and beans. <laughs> Rice and beans. They basically decide to uh, put it in the meth. And, and I, I, be- lo- I love how they're talking about this. And Walt's just like, by the way, Tuco, here's a new meth formula we've been working on. Would you care to try it? <laughs> well, it's just so matter of fact. And Jesse's like, we'll put a pin in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what's different about, I don't know, Toma gets them super high. (laughs) He'll store anything. (laughs) He's a freaking junkie. He doesn't care. Yeah. um, And and then this is where Walt really goes into depth about the effects of the uh, ricin. Yeah. And Um, Hank ends up calling. Yeah. In the middle of this. And he, you know, just basically... Playing with Walt, just saying, you know, Skylar and Marie are arguing. He just gives him a heads up that nothing good is waiting at home. They're pissed, and she's not happy. And and he's like, oh, wait, I'm at a crime scene. Here, I got to text you a picture (laughs) of this guy. He's so happy. Like, he's like laughing and joking. He's like, and then the picture that shows up is Gonzo and Nodos. Nodos, And Gonzo's dead. Yeah. Dead Gonzo, armless Gonzo. Not yet. Like, Not yet. And they're Just like, dead oh Gonzo. shit, Tuchel off. Like it, yeah, it looks like Gonzo was assassinated. <laughs> then, um, yeah, go ahead. Then they, then uh, you know, Walt plays it cool with Hank, and after he hangs up, Walt and Jesse argue over who gets the gun and. Basically, Walt ends up just taking it, and he's like, "You can leave town. You you can leave." Yeah, and I I just like that scene because it's again I just feel it's Walt manipulating Jesse. Like I'm number one. I am more important. I, well, I need to look well, no, out. For I, I think it's there. Like he needs to protect his family. Yeah. Well, yeah. Jesse can just up and leave. He can up Walt and leave. Can't. I don't know Walt. if that one's not. Ne- I I don't think he had enough time there to plot the whole manipulation thing. Well, I, I don't think, think was, you need. I I don't think it's it's necessary plotting. I think it's more of a, you know, selfish. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh no, me, it's, me, it's, me, it's me, definitely self preservation over him. Yeah, yeah. Just versus, you know, you need to protect yourself. Here, take this. I'll go get my own, mm-hmm. or I'll find my own, or whatever. Nope, I'm taking this. I need it now. You can just up and leave. Yeah, and then Jesse grabs his cash bag and does just that. Books it. Um, Walt rushes home. Uh, and no one seems to be home when Walt gets there. Yep. So like, he's finds yeah. Skyler in the bathtub. Well, he's like walking around with a gun out though. Yeah. 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 He's up walking around and finds her in the bathtub, and everything's okay with her. And Junior's at a friend's. And she's like, "Well, where were you?" And turns around, and Walt's not there anymore. And he's taking money out of the baby vent. 
to put it into a diaper box. Which was nice, though, like that we see that he's taped it actually down. In the <laughs> he learned his lesson. <laughs> he's learning. And, like, he puts in the the diaper box and, like, tosses the gun in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, then, it's a more scene with Skyler bitching. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. There's a lot of that in these first, like, in the first half here. Yeah, she's just, definitely she's, not likable. Yeah. And and, I, I don't know if that was intentional or if it just kind of came off that way. Um, And then, then we go back to Hank and Gomi. Oh, yeah. Yep. And they realize that... Gonzo wasn't the stumpy killed. I mean, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't murdered. No foul play, yeah. basically. Yeah. Gonzo was killed by his own dumbass actions. Yeah, he, the, the car stack shifted. He, he was trying to move the dude, and the car stack shifted on him and pinched his arm, and he bled out. Poor stumpy. And when they move him, like, his <laughs> arm comes off. And I love Hank's, like, oh, get a picture of me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, get the stump in there, too. He's all smiling. And- <laughs> He's just, he's so much fun. <laughs> I, I, one of my favorite scenes, though, is Hank in the first season. And he's on the crime scene. I think he's, he's on the phone with Marie. And he's like, oh, hold on. I'm at work. Sit down. Siente se. Siente se. <laughs> <laughs> just shoving some, uh, Hispanic yeah. dude out. Oh, that that seems hilarious. He, he just seems to like to talk on the phone at inappropriate times. <laughs> he does. <laughs> like I, he I does think it's it. his favorite well, thing. I think it goes to show like a bit of desensitization. Like uh, absolutely. I, I don't know if it, if it's that. Well, I I mean partly that, but I think also Hank likes to ham up how yeah. how much fun he has at his True. job. I I can see that too. But I I think I think Eric's right too on a lot oh, of yeah. descent, being desensitized to it. Yeah. And then, basically, after you get that little scene with Hank and Gomi and Stumpy. Uh, well, go, yeah, so I, at this time, the audience realizes that Tuco probably isn't trying to kill them because, I mean, he didn't kill and, Gonzo. Well, they don't know that, though. No, they, yeah. they don't know that. And, and you breathe, like, a slight sigh of relief, like, oh, okay, yeah. you know. But just- as audience members, like, that's, that's just kind of where we are. Yep. And you're like, okay, maybe, you know, Tuco, you know, it'll be business as usual. Tuco's. And there's a good foreshadowing in there, too, when Hank, uh, Hank says something like, you know, uh, yeah, these Tuco were, should, or whoever, you know, should catch the, the, the two bumbling criminals, you know, before they, uh, before they get going too big yeah. you know, with their production, where they'll be in big trouble. Yeah. Um, and then you go back to, uh, Walt and well, Skyler's. And, and it seems like Walt's about to tell Skyler about the whole ordeal, like about to come clean, about like Tuco trying to kill them and stuff like that. Um, Looks outside and sees the Captain Crunch mobile. Yep. And goes out, what the hell are you doing here? Why are you here? Jesse uh, looks terrified and then, guess who's in the back seat? Dun, dun, dun. Get uh, in the car. Is it Tuco? It's Tuco. Oh, Taco? Ding, ding, ding. Taco. Taco. Uh, he says, get in the car. And that's and where we end. So he does. And we the episode ends with the car driving off. So, anyway, the uh, song I have for this episode, give me a second, I'll pull it up. Somebody should say something, because we're totally dead. Oh, uh, Hankism of the episode, guys. Uh, I'd have to go with, uh, I need to get involved like a second hole in my ass. I like that one. Uh, I don't know. 
I like. I wouldn't trust these two to break into the special. Olympics. Also, I like the special Olympic ones myself. Uh, because well, what does that even mean? Suppose we could. Uh... You're on. Hang on. Is your let hair hang? On. Unplug it. I, I switch. I switch the. Well, we could talk about uh, we talk about theme right now. Then. Yeah, let's go over theme. Uh, I think. Uh, I think I'm. I'm thinking like it might be a losing control. Like throughout the like Marie, she's like she doesn't have control of like stealing stuff. Uh, we have uh, the whole meth c- making cooking business is like they're losing control of that because like now they're terrified of uh, Tuco. being killed by Tuco. Uh, we also have. Uh, like at the very end, like we have, we only we don't see much of this episode, but uh, Tuco is in this back seat by himself with his gun on the these guys. So like he's probably losing control. Also, uh, yeah, Skylar's starting to lose control a little bit, yeah. just to, like how she like freaks out on Hank and everything. Granted, I don't think Tuco ever had any control since like he kind of yeah he turned a guy into oh, a pile of meat. Fucking bat shit. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll agree with you. I I think that's a really good. Lost control is a good, yeah, good theme. Yeah, definitely. And I'll see if the uh, song wants to work now. This is by J.J. Kale, I believe. The song's called Anyway the Wind Blows. And we are experiencing technical difficulties. There we go. Is this like a live recording? No. Anyway, the uh, scene that this song is in is uh, Jesse waiting outside that uh, restaurant. What was it called again? Where is he in? Oh, uh, the doghouse. The doghouse. This is where he uh, is waiting outside the doghouse to uh, pick up his gun. And a couple other songs from the episode, but this is the one that stuck out to me that I like the most. I just... Oh, it's just got kind of like a yeah. cowboyish feel to it. And, you know, it's like, all right, well, going to get my revolver. Yep. Take care of business. Take care of business. So, I mean, I guess you guys think it has that same kind of feel, or yeah. what do you guys yeah. think of this song? No, it, it fits. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I don't I don't know if we've really come across a song that hasn't fit yet. So, I mean, again, the music in the show, I mean, just... Yeah. It, it fits with it, the scenes remarkably well. So, with that, let's go back to our trivia. Let's see, what was it again? I didn't write it down. Uh, what significance does this episode have to Vince Gilligan as far, in terms of writing episodes? Um, uh, maybe at one point in time he beat a guy so much that he turned into a dead guy. I don't know. Was this the first one that he didn't write? I'm going to go with that one. Okay. And... Yeah. I have no clue. Yeah, you're right. First season premiere, he did not write. Hey, look at that. Is it the only one he didn't write, or uh, the only season premiere, at least? Let me double least? check. But, yeah, it's, uh... Yep, it, it's the only season premiere not written by Vince Gilligan. Well, yeah, part of that Other be- than mid-season premiere. Yeah, those of episode. Well, I think, season five, rather. I think there's a might be a reason for that being that, you know, they had the writer's strike. So that might have, like, they ended at that point, and they already had the script written for the next episode, which they ended up using anyways, with, like, maybe a couple changes. Yeah. So, yeah, that could be. That's Definitely. what I think. So, 
All right. So give us all the Blind Ninja Suda hashtag underscore this, that. <laughs> give you all the social shit. All right. Well, if you have any feedback on this episode or any of our other episodes, go ahead and send us an email at feedback at blindninjastudios.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindninjastudios. We're also on YouTube at youtube.com slash blindninjastudios. And you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja and find all of our other shows and stuff like that on our website, www.blindninjastudios.com. And I think that's all I have. So I'll see you guys next week. Yeehaw, partner.